Hello there, and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show to encourage and empower creative CEOs just like yourself through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator, but you can just call me Brayden, your gay best friend, here to help you unfuck that biz. If you're ready to dive in, grab a notebook, maybe some coffee, and buckle in to learn how you can implement solid strategies to build a profitable business. Hello, Bestie, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden, and today I am quite excited to share with you, like, I guess it's not really my final profit report of the year. It kind of is. Obviously, November is not the last month of the year, but this is the last one that you will hear in 2022. So I'll record the next one after December ends in January. Um, The next profit report likely will be uh, a year-end review, so it'll be a little bit more substantial. Um, this um, This one, I have a lot of exciting stuff to share as well, because as you know, may know if you listen to previous episodes, Um, I went to wedding MBA last month in November, and that tends to be, um, I'm saying tends to be, this was only my second year there, but it is a pretty large event that takes quite a bit of planning. In fact, I've already like booked my space for next year, started paying for it, all that good stuff. So pretty big event. And before I got into um, my projections and all that kind of number stuff, I thought I would do a, some quick takeaways from Wedding MBA. If you were there, this might be fun for you. If you weren't there, hopefully it'll still be fun for you. I think these takeaways will give some uh, insights if you ever go to to live events, especially if you plan on setting up a booth or anything like that. So my main takeaway was that next year I need to take more books. This year we took uh, we took about a hundred. It was like an odd number. I think it was like 118 or something like that. And I put 15 of them in uh, gift bags that went to Conference Confidence. So Renee Dallo and Amber Amberson, Anderson run um, this. Uh, it's like an event that goes alongside running MBA called Conference Confident that I've helped sponsor now for the past two years. And so all of their Conference Confident attendees got a free copy of the book in their like uh, gift what do you call them? Like welcome bags, whatever you want to call it. So 15 went to that. And then I think I had 103 left to sell. Um, It was an odd number just because the, when you order the books, when I order the books for my printer, there's, you know, like so many that come in a box or whatever. So I just knew that I needed, like, I wanted a hundred plus at least like those 15. So I think we had about 103 to sell and we sold all of them. Uh, I was pretty surprised It was like fairly spot on though, in the sense that I think we sold out maybe one hour, maybe two hours before the event like closed for the week. So the booths are open for two days. We sold maybe like 30 to 40 copies the first day and we sold all the rest the second day. Uh, And that kind of, that made sense to me because, oh no, you know what? No, I take that back. Well, we did, that is how, that is how many we sold, but I forgot I spoke on the first day, but I spoke like late afternoon. Okay. So th- this is why. So we, we sold a decent amount of books before I spoke, but then after I spoke, a lot of people were like, oh, we got to go, go buy Brandon's book now. Cause there were probably the three to 400 people, uh, in my room when I was speaking. And so we started to get those people come in after my speaking engagement, but then a lot of them came like early the next, the next day to buy. So that's why I think we had a lot more sales the second day. 
So next year I will probably take more books. It's one of those things where you're kind of like budgeting how much you want to spend. Cause I have to pay for all of them up front. Right. Um, which I think I spent like $1,300 on the books that we took, which is totally fine. Cause you know, then we made 3000, but um, I don't want to buy a lot more than I need. Right. So next year I might take like 150, who knows, I might just splurge and take 200 because I do think there's something to having this like giant pile, like literally huge pyramid of books that say unfuck your biz all over them on a table. And I almost think like the bigger the pile is, the more like alluring it is. So once the once it dwindled down to like 20 books, it was like catching less attention, if that makes sense. So even if we don't sell them all, I think it would be fun to have more. Um, and who knows, maybe I'll set a goal to like sell 150 next year or, or something like that. But also I'm wondering if then a lot of the people that come hear me speak next year won't need to buy the book because they will already have the book. Maybe I don't need to worry about that, but something to think about. I also just learned um, that people really want physical stuff, which surprised me because when I, I mean, I guess when, when I go to conferences and conventions, it is nice to have physical stuff, but like the last in-person event I went what I went to is DragCon. And I actually didn't really, I didn't really want stuff. You know, like I I got like stickers and stuff from some queens. And I finally like I actually just took those to Goodwill last week because I'm I'm not like really a sticker person. But a lot of them you have to like buy merch to meet them, like in their meet and greet lines. And so many of them, I would just like ask, can I just like give you $10 instead? Like, do I have to actually buy something? But maybe that's different um, versus like a business conference that you go to. A lot of the people there are selling, they're like signing you up for their software. They're selling online programs. And so a lot of it doesn't have like a whole lot of urgency and it's hard to draw people over to your table if you don't have like actual physical things for them to look at. So that could be why it's different, but the books definitely brought people over and I sold, I sold twice as many books as I thought I would, but I sold half as many contract bolts as I thought that I would. And I think that like physical tangible thing has a lot to do with it. So my idea for next year is that everything I want to sell is going to have some kind of physical component for it. So I thought about, um, like we sold my $10 bookkeeping spreadsheet template, right? So I thought next year I might um, print out like a bunch of little booklets. So in ProfitRx, my signature program, I have a tax deduction guide. It's like 15 or 20 pages uh, inside of our program textbook. I thought maybe I could just extract that out and put it in a little booklet. Um, I've already priced those. They cost like $5 to print. So obviously I want to make a whole lot of money on that template, but um I could print like 50 of those and whoever buys the template gets one of those for free. And then I could do the same thing for the contract vault. Like I could put all the contracts in a little, like in a book, it'd probably be, you know, like actually that would probably be at least a hundred pages if I put all of them in there. But with that, I could also, you know, put some, some writing and like notes on this is when you should use this. This is when you should do this. And then also maybe put some of my client cure stuff in there, which are like tips on how to manage difficult clients and then do that as like a free thing that people get if they buy the vault. So those are some ideas I'm thinking about for next year. Never too early to at least start the brainstorming process. So those are my wedding MBA takeaways. Now let's get into um, our profit recap for the month of November. Now, if you're new to the way that I do this, it's really pretty simple. I share 
Um, every month on the podcast, I share projections. So at the end of this podcast, I'll share my projections for December, which I feel like is kind of cheating because we're already like almost halfway through the month. Um, but I'll share my December projections. And then next month, I'll share um, how I actually did with those projections. So this month, I'm going over the projections I shared last month for November, and then I'm going to tell you my actuals. So I projected $5,000 in income from ProfitRx, which is my signature program, our monthly membership, and we brought in $7,800. So $2,800 more. Fantastic. Love that. Um, I expected to sell $6,000 in contract vaults in November, um, and most of that was going to come from sales at Wedding MBA. I was hoping for 200 sales. And guess what, team? We actually did $6,000 in revenue. Actually, it was 5,970. So we were exactly one sale away from 6,000. Um, but I'm going to count that. But uh, surprisingly, um, like I mentioned, we only had about 50 sales at Wedding MBA, I think. A lot of these sales, the majority of these sales came from affiliates. So I had one affiliate in particular, who uh, signed up as an affiliate, like, in early to mid November. And she had like 74 contract vault sales just on her own. So that was fun. I got to send her, you know, like a $1,200 affiliate check. Um, not a check. I, I PayPal her. doesn't really matter. She got money. Um, a check just sounds more fun, doesn't it? Okay. So uh, then I projected $500 in uh, bookkeeping template sales. So that would be 50 sales because it's a $10 template. And we ended up uh, selling $550 worth. So great. Uh, met that goal. Um, I anticipated 2250 in book sales, so that would be 75 books. And we ended up with 3300 because we sold all of our copies. And then we even had um, some sales trickle in after wedding MBA of people probably who meant to buy it, um, but didn't get the chance or just uh, a lot of people share the book on their Instagram stories, which is another great thing about having like physical tangible products is people have it in hand. It reminds them of you. Yeah. Um, reminds them of you. And then also they can share it on their social media and that can bring in, bring in some more sales as well. Um, I projected $0 in one-on-one -on -one, um, income, one-on-one -on -one being like the consultations that I do just because I didn't plan to promote that, but I did have one individual asked to book a one hour consultation. So that was $400. And then our one-on-one -on -one bookkeeping clients, um, you know, that one was, was pretty straightforward. I projected $1,200 in revenue and that's exactly what we brought in because it's recurring revenue with a set number of clients. Um, I was hoping to bring in at least one new client in the month of November. That did not happen, but that's okay. We'll probably get some, get some new people in the new year. Maybe one of them will be you. We'll see. So total, I projected, uh, about $15,000 in revenue. Um, but we exceeded many of those goals, like I mentioned. And then we also had $2,500 in other income, which mostly came in the form of that, like Braden Bucks promotion I did last month. If you don't remember what that was, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't know if I'm going to do that again. I think people just got confused. Um, but we had some of those sales. And then we also had a handful of people who joined ProfitRx around this time last year. I actually did the launch one month earlier last year. Um, we had a handful of people whose annual auto renewals came in, so they renewed uh, at their annual rate. So all in all, we brought in $22,000 in revenue for the month of November, which was fantastic. We crushed our goal. That was our largest revenue month of the year. 
I think by far, um, the next largest we had before that was 15 or 16K. So that was very exciting. But let's talk expenses because this is a profit report after all, not just a revenue report. So let's go down the line. Total expenses was $8,600. So let me get out my calculator. 8,600 divided by 22,000 equals 39%. So that's still high. That's higher than I would like to like it to be. 40% expenses. It's not terrible, but um, I was hoping, I was hoping for expenses to be like under 30% this month to actually help us get closer to our year end goal for our uh, profit percentage. And it actually, you know, was higher than our goal. So it, you know, we went backward kind of with that, with that. Um, so let's do the breakdown of where our expense money went. So we had uh, $17.40 went to affiliates. That one's kind of, that one's a bit of an outlier. I shared in October that we actually paid our affiliates twice in October because um, I think I thought that the 34, I think I paid people on Halloween and for some reason, like just in my mind, when I woke up that morning, I thought it was November 1st. So I paid people a day early, which I'm sure no one cares about. Like no one, none of my affiliates really mind. Um, but it meant that, uh, in November, we really didn't pay out any affiliates, but November, we actually had a ton of affiliate sales and I paid all those people on December 1st, like I was supposed to. And so those expenses will show up in December. Monthly tools, $285. Uh, monthly tools is what I call like all of the kind of software and uh, stuff that I pay for on a recurring basis just to keep the business afloat. Um, that's like Zoom, Asana, Kajabi, my website, all that kind of stuff. And 285, I think, is the lowest we've had it this year because I've been, oh, it was 211 in January. We peaked at $446 in March. Um, but the past couple months, I've cut a few things. But this number is actually going to increase because now that I have employees, I like upgraded my Calendly account. So now it's like $50 instead of $15 because we have like four different users on there and pay for each one. And I did that with a couple other softwares as well. So I'm pretty sure in November, I slashed a couple of things we're no longer using in anticipation of these, uh, of these new expenses coming in. I wish I had that like same mindset with regard to other stuff, because clearly if we're not hitting our profit goals, um, I am still overspending in other categories. Um, one of those categories, I won't say that I was overspent, but I definitely spent more than I anticipated. That was in the team category, uh, $4,266 to team, uh, which was, uh, mm-hmm. Let me find this breakdown. That was about 20% of our revenue for the month. Usually I try to keep that figure under 15%. So that was higher than normal. But a lot of that was, um, a lot of that went to Emily. Shout out Emily, who does the show notes. She's going to be like, Brayden, don't blame your profitability on me. Um, but Emily went to Wedding MBA with me. So she clocked. Um, she, definitely earned, she definitely earned that extra money um, that went to her because she was working uh, with me at Wedding MBA like every day at the table and having to put up with my bullshit buffoonery and shenanigans like on a daily basis. So probably should have got overtime for that. <laughs> so, uh, and then we had uh, Connie as well. One of my contractors did a pretty big project or what, Connie's now an employee, but she did a pretty big project uh, in the month of November that would normally be like outside of her scope. So that almost doubled, I think, 
what her typical typical invoice would be. So that's where that came from. We actually had $0 to contractors. Um, and the way I divide up my profit and loss statements is my team line. So we have, we have employees and we have contractors that work with us on an ongoing basis. So uh, like our customer support person is still a contractor. We have my podcast editor, my YouTube editor, and then Juliet, our copywriter. They're all still paid as independent contractors, but they work on a regular recurring basis. And then we have the employees. I don't know why I said it so funny. Employees. Um, all of those folks, then I combine. So they have to be separated for tax purposes. But then on my PL, um, they're part of a parent category called team. So those are team. And then the contractors line underneath of team is for like any one off contractors, like project based contractors. And we didn't have any of those this month. Um, marketing $364. Um, I want to work in the new year. One of my goals, very exciting goal for a number nerd like me. Um, I pay for a lot of domains. Um, and I want to, I'm debating if I should move those to my monthly. Actually, no, those wouldn't be monthly tools because those renew, this is where I get so tripped up and confused everybody. I always forget the domains renew on an annual basis. So those should stay out of monthly tools, but my G Suite stuff, that should go in monthly tools. But because they all like just say Google and my bank statements, I had like never take the time to actually decipher which ones are which. And I should get on that. Just that's like a little pet peeve of mine where I think I have an area to improve and clean up my numbers. All right. Then we have other expenses, uh, other expenses of $3,700. Let's, let's see what those are. So I can look at my PL and I see other expenses of $3,700. And then I can go into my uh, expense tab in my spreadsheet and go down to the month of October and see where are all of these other expenses coming from? Okay, we have quite a bit of meals, which made sense. Again, that was from Wedding MBA. Um, so meals were probably like a few hundred dollars. Uh, we had a lot of Ubers. Um, the Ubers were more from when I like had my car in the shop than really anything else. Um, um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Oh, and then we had quite a bit of cost of goods for books. Oh, and then I did have a refund. I did issue one refund. Um, and so that was a big chunk of an expense as well. So that is the expense summary. So our profit margin was 60.47% for the month of uh, November. Now, if we want to do the breakdown, my breakdown summary, revenue about 22,000, cost of goods 500, expenses 8,600. For an owner profit, uh, this is what I, I, I call this owner profit. So it's my revenue minus cost of goods minus expenses. My owner profit was 12,600. And then my personal salary, I drew $5,200 from the business. And that includes you know taxes that were paid. So that's not the amount that landed on my bank account but that was my salary. And then the business profit was $7,487. So if you were on my, um, my webinar that I did on Tuesday, you got to hear my detailed breakdown of owner profit, salary, and business profit. And how, uh, since I have an S-corp, my salary is taxed with income and self-employment tax. Business profit is the leftover profit in the business, and that's not subject to self-employment tax, and that is how we save money. So that uh, that's how we save taxes, right, in an S-corp. 
So let's look at my, my profit pie. Um, Emily, let's see if we can get a screenshot. I know for whatever reason, the functionality of our show notes is like not great. It's like not like a blog. You can't, you can't be creative and put in a whole lot of images. So I can never remember if we can include images, but if we can, let's put a screenshot on my profit pie in there. So my profit pie, um, I show, I have students set this up as well, but it's simply a pie graph with three different slices. And the slices are expenses, salary, and profit. So year to date, this is my year to date profit pie. We've put 43.3% of our funds into expenses. And still, this is, this is pretty high. Like at the beginning of the year, my goal was 30%. Then I changed it to 35%. We're at 43.3% right now. And I think I did the math um, a couple months ago and without all of our drag tax expenses, like everything I paid to get that off the ground, we actually would be at about 35%, which, you know, I can't like claim that to be a success, but it does tell me that the recurring expenses in our business um, are not like out of, like they're not uh, out of whack. Like we don't really need to, there, there's nothing, like I don't need to fire people. I don't need to like, massively slash any of our monthly recurring expenses uh, because those were basically one-time expenses that I committed to or, or what threw our profit pie uh, off. So we have that slice. We have uh, my salary, my payroll is 33.2% of revenue. And that's just my, my, personal, uh, my personal salary. And then uh, because employee employee payroll goes into the expense category. And then we have what's left over, which is the profit in the business. And that's 23.5%. So my targets are 35% to expenses. We're at 43, 40% to salary. We're at 33 and then 25% to profit and we're at 23. So the profit's pretty close. Um, really the goal next year is just to spend percentage wise a little less on expenses um, in reality, we'll probably spend a little bit more on expenses, but we hope to make quite a bit more revenue each month, in which case that'll offset. And then that differential will go towards, um, go towards salary. So that was the breakdown. Um, like I mentioned, 22K last month was our largest month of the year, which is very exciting. But I am trying to beat that in the month of December with the big launch that we have happening. Now, before we get into December's revenue projections, I do want to share some information about the launch with you. This is going to be a little bit of a sales pitch, so hopefully you don't mind. Um, but on my webinar on Tuesday, I gave the full breakdown of what we're offering. This is our biggest launch of the year. Um, it's usually the most exciting time because a lot of you need to get your bookkeeping wrapped up for the year. Um, you might want to do LLC or S-Corp formations in January so that you're kicking the year off right, put, put yourself on payroll. You want to start a habit of paying yourself appropriately and correctly in the new year, all kinds of stuff, right? Some of you are preparing for booking season. There's just for me and what I teach uh, and what I consult on, there's a lot of overlapping things that make this like the peak season for me and who I help. So Profit RX, um, if you're not already aware, is my signature program. It's a monthly membership in your prescription to build a healthy and wealthy business through tax, finance, and legal trainings, live bookkeeping support, and support on managing difficult clients in sticky situations. Uh, if you were to join the program with us now, um, which I hope that you do, you can actually get all the information at theprofitrx.com. 
when you join, your first step is to set up a meeting with Connie, our client success coordinator, who's going to help you craft what we call your profit plan. So she asks you, you know, is your bookkeeping up to date? What bookkeeping system are you using? Do you have any back taxes? Um, do you have any like tricky client situations that we can help you out with? How are your contracts, your insurance? Do you have an LLC, an S Corp? Do you want to do one? If you don't know if you want to do one, uh, is now the right time for you to do one? Uh, and then Connie will create your profit plan, which is essentially your action plan inside of the membership. She, she would tell you, you know, if you have back taxes, that's kind of our number one priority. So you got to get the bookkeeping for past years done first, then the tax returns, then if needed, either pay the tax or set up an installment agreement with the IRS. We have trainings, templates, resources to help you with all of that. Um, if you want to do the LLC or escort for the new year, like we got to get that done right away. Um, if you have that and back tax, we'd probably do the business formation first, but you know, it depends on all these variables. So that's what goes into the profit plan. But our general roadmap, if you're just starting, like, let's say you're a brand new business, um, you have like no issues and you just want to do everything like kind of our by the book curriculum, you would start with ProfitRx, our actual, it's actually a course inside of the membership, the ProfitRx course. And you would go through module one, which is all about accounting and bookkeeping, where we go through our tax deduction guide, teach you how the taxes work. And then we present you with the option of doing your bookkeeping with the same spreadsheet template that I use in my business or using QuickBooks. <clears throat> and then you choose your option. And depending on which option you choose, you then book a, uh, a consultation with one of our bookkeepers to actually get that uh, set up. And that's included in the program. You then move on to module two, which is LLC and escort formation, module three layers, the layers of legal protection. So insurance contracts, trademarks, copyright, and then module four is cash flow management, how to pay yourself, set up your bank accounts, all that kind of stuff. We also have a tax course called the tax playbook that goes through everything you need to know about taxes as a small business owner. Uh, also, it's going to teach you all the things about 1099s, which will be important, you know, coming up in just a few weeks. Um, <clears throat> the value of the core program is about $2,000. Um, I actually sold all this content in my previous course called Unfuck Your Biz for $2,000. And we've had over 70 people go through that program. We also have a lot of amazing support. So like I mentioned, you meet with Connie, your client success coordinator. Um, anytime you have questions, you can just message her on Voxer, which is fabulous. We have bookkeeping office hours with our team bookkeepers every Friday. Uh, they, for a five-hour window, are on Voxer, just there to answer your questions, which is fabulous. Weekly co-working calls on Zoom, and then I do a monthly Q&A. So you can come to the Q&As with me. Um, to have me look at contract provisions, answer questions, discuss tax strategies. Sky is the limit there. Sometimes people, sometimes people just like to talk to me about their business models, which I also love. It's like I get to like dabble as a business coach, which is super fun for me. So the value of just the support is uh, I valued at $200 a month. Um, like I really think we could just sell that as like a support package without necessarily having the content. And that'd be, you know, $2,400 a year. Our launch bonus, so this launch will be closing next Wednesday. So Wednesday, December 21st, I think it is. 
Um, and after the launch, the doors are going to close and all these bonuses are going to go away. So these are super fun. Um, we sell a tax in a day service. It uh, used to be $1,000. We'll probably be raising the price of that in the new year. So you can actually book that later on. Um, but meanwhile, we're adding it as a bonus for this launch. So that's a $1,000 value. And after you go through the first module of ProfitRx, um, this bonus will allow you to set up a one-on-one -on -one call with one of our bookkeepers or me or Connie um, and go for two hours, just go through your bookkeeping. So we'll either set up your spreadsheet or your QuickBooks and help you start the bookkeeping. We can help you wrap up 2022. We can help you get started for 2023, whatever is gonna be best, best for you based on uh, your profit plan that you set up with Connie. A uh, bonus number two option for tax prep. So if you join our membership, you will have the option of hiring us um, at an additional fee to do your tax return come tax season. The reason I include this is just because a lot of people ask, they think, well, if I'm going to hire a different tax repairer, should I just consult them um, on my tax stuff? And the answer is no, not necessarily, because if you work with us, you will have the option to then hire us. So we help you set up your whole system, your bookkeeping system, your tax system. And then we offer support on Voxer to help you maintain it. Uh, and then just know that come tax season, we also do co-working calls and have temp we have trainings like live trainings on how to self-file your tax return so that you can do it inside the membership or you can hire us if you don't want to do that. So I'm going to skip through some of the other stuff. Um, we have bonus courses as well that you get access to once you complete ProfitRx, one on hiring, one on systems, one on personal finance, and one on managing difficult clients. I valued those at $1,500. So if you were following along all of these values, our core program, our VIP day, bonus programs and support, the total value of the program is $6,900. And we sell this for $100 per month as the cost of the program. So you get access to all of that. There's tons of one-on-one -on -one support uh, and lots of help from me for $100 a month or you can join our annual plan, which is $1,000. So that is kind of our breakdown, our rundown, our sales pitch. I decided to include that in because uh, I wanted to do a bonus episode with all that information, but just decided we'd, we'd fold it into here and keep it simple. So with all that information in mind, let me tell you what my goals are. Um, <clears throat> sometimes I think it's like weird that I'm basically selling to you all. And then I'm like, and here's what, my, here's what my goal is. Please join the program to help me reach my goals. But on the other hand, uh, we get a lot of feedback and compliments on our transparency in the business. Um, I think people, people really like how open I am about the numbers, how open I am about uh, my projections. And I also want to share um, something I was just thinking about as I was doing this is, is something that gets lost that I don't talk a lot about is... Well, actually, I do talk a lot about it, I guess, just not like all encompassing in the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's considered like a classic and money manifestation and goal setting and all that kind of stuff. He has you write down, um, does he call it a desire statement? It's basically like a goal, right? Like, but you you state it in the affirmatives, like I will make X amount of dollars by this year. And the thing that I really like is in this statement, he has you state like how you're going to do it. So for mine, I say, I'm going to do that by helping people unfuck their biz with legal and tax fundamentals, like making it fun, um, non-intimidating, all that kind of stuff. So um, sometimes 
Uh, I think that you all see that. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe not. Um, but sometimes I feel guilty just talking about money so much on the podcast and not talking about like how I'm really helping people. But I hope that how I'm helping people also just comes, you know, comes through. We do want to start doing more case studies and client success stories on the podcast, though, which I think will bring all of that full circle. Okay. Anyhow, that rant out of the way, December projections. Um, I'm hoping to bring in about $25,000 um, through this launch and through our Profit RX uh, revenue. This one, uh, we'll see. We did our webinars on Tuesday and we had 10 people join the program uh, then. My goal was really to get about 15 or 20 new members. So we were a little short, but our show up rates on our webinar were a lot lower than I anticipated, which just means that um, based on the amount of people we had register. Not nearly as many people actually came, which is fine. Uh, hopefully they watched the replay uh, or at least are following along to, to get all that good juicy information. But I would love to see uh, 15 folks join in on our annual plan and 35 new members come in on the monthly plan. That would be fantastic. Uh, if you have any questions about ProfitRx, please feel free to message me on Instagram. I'd love to chat with you at Braden Adam Drake. That'll be in the show notes as always. Um, I'm anticipating about 75 contract vault sales. We'll see. We're really close to hitting a thousand for the for the calendar calendar year. I think we're at 960. So I'm hoping that'll just happen organically. But if we get to like 970, 980 with like a few days left, I might do. I can't really do a promotion because I can't discount the contract vault. That's just like a line in the sand rule that I have, but I'll do some kind of some kind of little incentive to get people to share about it so we can hit that goal. Um, we are going to we're going to get to a thousand. That's what I like to say, like state everything in the affirmative. Uh, and then everything else is pretty, pretty small uh, template, one hundred dollars book, three hundred dollars. Those are just sales that we kind of have trickle in from our website. Um, <clears throat> I put one-on-one, one-on-one revenue, $5,000. That's pretty tentative. But what I'll probably do is based on how our launch goes. So our launch will close December 21st. If we hit our launch goal, um, then I'll open up five one-on-one -on -one spots to work with me in the end of December to do LLC and escort formations. If we don't hit our launch goal, then I'll probably offer more one-on-one -on -one spots. And that's A, to make up a revenue deficit, but more uh, B... It really has to do with the more members we have come in, the busier we're going to be and the fewer one-on-one -on -one clients we, we can support. If we have, uh, if we don't hit our launch goal, we'll have more capacity for one-on-one -on -one clients. So that one-on-one, -on -one, the one-on-ones will be mostly for S-Corp and LLC formations in a one-on-one -on -one capacity. Uh, those are $1,000 for LLCs and $1,500 for S-Corps. I call those LLC in a day and S-Corp in a day. Um, and we do those this is the problem. Like I want to be on vacation the last week of December. Everyone else probably wants to be on vacation the last week of December. But if you want your LLC to have an effective date of January 1st, then that's like the time that we have to do it. So that's also why we have limited capacity. Now, the beautiful thing is um, you can join our membership for the same price for an entire year. And we have tons of resources that actually show you how to do that on your own. And if you have questions, you can let us, you can let us know. Like there's no reason why you can't do it on your own, but if you just really don't want to, and you want to get it knocked out and you don't want to watch like a single training or tutorial video, then, you know, we do have that option. So those are our one-on-ones. We have our book, regular bookkeeping clients. So if we did all of that, that would be a December revenue of $33,350. That's probably a stretch goal. 
um, I realized like, I don't know if we're going to hit our profit Rx goal. And if we did, I don't know that we would still have those one-on-one -on -one clients. So realistically, realistically, I would love to bring in $25,000 in revenue this month. Um, I do know that I already had a couple thousand dollars in one-off expenses, but other than that, shouldn't be a lot. So I am hoping that this uh, exceeds our normal profit goal, and that will help bring our profit pie, our profit pie, uh, not where we need it to be for the year, but we'll get a little bit closer. Maybe we'll get our expenses from 40, 43% to 42% or 41%. That'd be great. Hell, even 40% if we really knock our revenue out of the water. We'll see. So that is the breakdown of what we have going on this month. Um, again, biggest thing is our Profit RX launch. If you want to check it out, please do theprofitrx.com. Super easy to find. We have our annual plan and our monthly plan, and we have those really amazing bonuses. So you get like a tax in a day essentially with us as a bonus as part of the signup, which I think is huge. If you have any questions, let me know on Instagram. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you have a marvelous day. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.